Today wraps up the interview with Marcus Crawford, the owner and operator of Burritos from the Garden State of New Jersey. Marcus reveals who he sees as his competition. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you do um, like Uber Eats and DoorDash from the storefront? Yes. And how is that working out for y'all? In my honest opinion, I'm not a big fan of Uber Eats or DoorDash. I, you know, they're cool, but they take 30% of your sales. Right. Whether you raise your price or not, that's still a big chunk. They're not consistent. Is it helpful because you get some sales? Yes. But it'd be 10,000 times better if we had the direct sales with the client. I'm pretty sure every other restaurant owner understands that. Oh, for sure. And it's the same with the food trucks that attempt to do the Uber Eats or DoorDash or whichever brand is out there in their area. You know, it's the same complaints. They do too much on the commission side. And even if you do raise the prices, you either raise the prices to the point where people that want delivery are not going to pay for it. Right. uh, And it still leaves a bad taste in the, the mouth of the consumer as well as the business owner because you're the one that deals with the problems even though DoorDash or Uber Eats may have created the, the food being cold, for instance, because it's right. so different. Right, right. I just don't so, see how, how those things are staying, are surviving, to be honest. 30%. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. 30%, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. And what's interesting, this is gets on the technical side of it, but they don't actually talk about them being delivery services. They are an informational technology business. Right. They're getting all that information of all the consumers. You know, we got the address, we got the phone number, we got their name. So now we can market to them. And it, it's really just, I hate to say it was really kind of screw you business owners because we don't care about you. <laughs> you provide a product that you know we're going to pretend like we care about to deliver, and they don't. It's all about the information they give. Yeah, it's a uh, it's tough, man. Like I said, it's it's they're good services, but uh, they could be better. Oh, I agree, and they could certainly bring the price down and do things to make it to where it could be a win win for everybody, right? The consumer, the business owner, and the delivery people. Yeah, and they're sure. not there. They are not there right now. All right, so let's talk about your future because you survived this harrowing experience and obviously you're, you're doing well today. What's the future look like for you and, and your business? So we're, we're looking to expand. Uh, we want to grow. We, we feel like burritos is, can be a national concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we want to do like the Spoken Hub model where we, where we have a store location in a city and then two trucks to support it. We, we just understand that the food truck, the food truck side of the business is so great because the, the overhead is so low. Right. Re- there's no reason that a restaurant doesn't have a food truck in my life. It just, it makes the most sense to have one. Whereas your store, you know, if you can cover your, your base and you can, you know, break even profit a little bit, profit a bit. Once you're doing that, your truck is all profit. So it just makes the most sense to have it. So, uh, so yeah, we want to expand. We're looking at, you know, New Jersey, uh, Washington, DC, Atlanta. Miami, um, major cities that we have, you know, attachments to, 
um, as well as Holland being New Jersey. And we want to kind of do it on the East Coast first and then expand out to the West. Well, that, that makes perfect sense. My very first restaurant job a really long time ago <laughs> was in a regional chain. Point that I joined the company, we had 35 stores. And they grew to about 500 or so. And that was in the all through the 80s. And we started it as regional. And I think you have a, a great idea to start regional, which would be the East Coast. And then, you know, move <clears throat> so that's a, a perfect model. And there's so much more population on the East Coast comparatively. Cause you have so many different big cities that you could create that uh, spoke and hub that you had talked about. So, so would that be part of the franchise agreement? Do you think long term would be to, to get somebody to commit to one brick and mortar and, you know, two, two food trucks? Ideally, I think that that would be what we want it to be because it makes, again, it makes the most sense. So as a, as a franchisee, you know, you come in and you want to have, you know, the brand as the store. Okay. This truck is going to help your store. It makes the most sense to, to kind of, to, you know, bundle it up together. And that's how we would do it for sure. How do you feel about the, the brick and mortars now? Like I know the Waffle House, they're starting to do food trucks. Uh, Chick-fil-A does food trucks and those food trucks are exactly what you're talking about. They use the restaurant as a hub to supply really all the food on the food truck because they have ridiculous hold times on their food. <laughs> they can take it out and you know still sell really, really hot food right. and come back and restock and, and go out. So do you think that they're going to be competition for you? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Um, the thing, the thing about it is if, Somebody wants Chick-fil-A, that's what they want. If you want Chick-fil-A, you don't want burritos. That you're not you're not my competition. You just don't have the taste for a burrito right now. You want a chicken sandwich. So I don't really see that as competition. You know, if I start seeing more Chick-fil-A trucks pop up, I would go and talk to the owners of the Chick-fil-A trucks and make the same type of relationship with them as I've done to anybody else. So that if I do run into a situation, I can give them a call. Hey, look, I got some business for you. Maybe they'll take that call and maybe they'll do the same for us. Right. But I just don't really see it as competition. I don't see them as competition either for the point that you made, you know, different food and, and even different service style. Right. Because I would imagine that, that your trucks kind of have a personality too. And people come as much for the food as they do for the personality of the people that are working on the truck. Right. But to me, a food truck really is a show almost. Like you said, you can see the kitchen, you can look in the back door, you can see what we're doing. So you're almost like a bartender that does all the flair stuff, you know, they're juggling the, the drinks and all that. You're doing that. Plus you have that, that big smile. Cause I know that when you're at the window and taking orders, people just are lighting up because you're excited that they're there. Right. And you right. want to get, get that across to all of your employees that, you know, people come for, for the food. Yes. But they also come for the, the service and the friendliness and, and all of those components. A hundred percent. I've, I've told my, my team a couple of times that we are not only in the food business, but we are in the entertainment business. Yep. When people, when people book us, they're booking us to come serve and, you know, give an energy for their party, for their event. So that when people leave, they're like, Oh my God, that food truck you had was so good. That's what yep. we want to hear. So we have to deliver on that. And that's again why we are bright green. We have speakers on the outside. Uh, we have that smile on our faces. We, you know, friendly service, talking to customers, like all of that is built in because there is that entertainment aspect of it. To me, that's fantastic. That's such a hard thing to get across to the new owner because, you know, they're worried about the food. And it's like, well, you got to be worried about the service too. You see, and that's, that's where, you know, to circle back to like your first question about having culinary experience versus just business experience. I think that that's where I'm able to see things differently mm -hmm. versus somebody that has a, a chef mindset first. Yep. 
you know, chef mindset first is going to be about the food and they're going to be so high strung on the food that they don't necessarily really see the tidbits of the business side where I see the business side and I know that the food just has to be good. When you put that together, that's when you, you know, you create that magic. <clears throat> Absolutely. And that's a good point. You're creating the magic because it's, you're looking at the whole picture. Right. And like you said, a chef mentality typically looks at one element of that picture. So that's an awesome attitude. I know that one of the articles I read that you had written talks about helping the new food truck owners. So let's talk a few minutes about that before our time's totally up. So let, let's help out some new people. What, what's your words of wisdom? Uh, words of wisdom. Do your research when you're starting. Understand what you're getting yourself into. Simplify your menu. Embrace whatever you know small pitfalls come as, as lessons to be learned. And just keep on going. Just keep on going. Build a brand. Don't worry so much about one element, but build a brand. Build a brand that invites people to it. And then when you do that, then your phone won't stop ringing. Oh, exactly. I mean, that's that's perfect. The little stuff behind me here, the two different books that I've written. Um, the first one, the orange one, if I can point to the right one, is doing exactly what you have said. You do the research. You develop the menu, but the menu is not your business. The menu is just part of the business. Right. You got to know all of the components together. I have enjoyed this conversation so much. If I could just take you and introduce you to every single person that I work with, it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You have the background, you have the personality, you're what you want a food truck owner to be like. But then you also got the the intelligence to back up what you're doing. You know, and you keep it simple. You keep it friendly. You, you're just the kind of person everybody should meet. I'm going to tell everybody, just go to, go to your, your trucks and meet you and uh, you know check out the restaurant for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that, man. We uh, we put a lot of work into into building it, and I, I enjoy speaking to other people that are you know trying to get into the business. You know, random people really call my phone. Hey, I don't know if you've got time, but I want to ask you a question. Right. Um, and you know, I, I take those calls as, as much as I can because um, ultimately, I just want to see other people do well. You know, if we want to do well, obviously, but if we can help somebody else get you know get their feet all set, then you know, it's just beneficial. You know, as we move forward as an industry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love that you have the big picture mentality, but then you're still focused on the details too, obviously, because you got to do those to keep the business going. That's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Our time is almost up. I really appreciate this. You have been an absolute joy to talk to. I appreciate that, Bill. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Man. Uh, this, has been a, this has been a good conversation for me as well. <laughs> uh, you know, some people don't really dive in or ask the right questions. So, you know, you hit all of the good question so I could actually give give the information that for me is it's kind of natural because I've been doing it right but um you know it's important stuff thank you so much for listening to the 10 minute food truck training podcast if you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business please become a monthly supporter of the podcast just hit the support button or follow the link in the description every little bit does help keep us going Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.